I didn't know how this machine worked. Let's start the show. And welcome to episode 35 of the Geek Conclave Mixtapes. I am your host, Eddie Fergoso. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Paul and Tommy. How's it going, guys? Doing good. So, uh, I know we're uh, a couple weeks behind. It's just been uh, busy for everybody, trying to get... Uh, on the same schedule, it's a little hard right now. Um, pop culture news-wise, I know we're behind some stuff. Uh, we we will cover Rescue Rangers because we all watched it. Me and Paul got to see it in theaters, so um, that'll be on the agenda, but not today because <laughs> it's going to be uh, Star Wars stuff. So Celebration was a week ago, weekend ago, and uh, I'm still feeling the high from it. I don't know about you guys, but uh, since I went off four days. I'm uh, kind of Star Wars out, I guess, but in a good way. So um, because of that, uh, I guess we'll, for today at least, kind of make it like how I used to have the Bucketheads podcast, which the Bucketheads podcast was uh, Star Wars. Well, we used to call it like a, if the podcast was a pizza, that it would be like the center was Star Wars and the crust was like other pop culture stuff. So um, that's kind of what today will be. So uh, I'm going to talk about the stuff that came out at Celebration. Um, some like stuff that not everybody I guess covered that was like important to me video game wise because I like video games and so do we and then um, we'll talk about Top Gun because we all saw it and some may may or may not think this but it felt very Star Warsy to me I really liked it uh, I saw it two separate times one with once with Paul and then once with Tommy and both of them mentioned Star Wars in it so I'm not alone so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, be, uh, before we did that, how's your guys' week been? No, uh, Paul said he got a new TV. Yes, I did. I got a LG C1. So it was a pretty, pretty nice welcoming upgrade for my TV. And I added Philips Hue lights, of course. So, you know, oh, he's got the, he's got the whole package. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And he's got both an Xbox and a PlayStation 5. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm the one percenters. And a switch. I'm the one. <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. And Tommy, how you been doing? I didn't get a C1, so I'm not that great, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just busy, busy. We're we're looking for apartments and stuff right now, so we're um, trying to trying to figure out what we're gonna do. Um, work is crazy, but um, yeah, other than that, just 
trying to trying to keep keep up, I guess. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I uh, finally got a haircut, so today I got one, and now I'm a decent looking human being. Um, if you guys remember, <laughs> I had a mop of hair on my head like for the last like three weeks. Um, and then uh, other than that, she's been working a lot. Paul got a Paul got a haircut too. Yeah, you can say so. <laughs> you didn't do the haircut before celebration. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I just uh, didn't didn't get the chance. Um, I was gonna try to do an Anakin cosplay, but you know, it, it never it never manifested. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, Which Anakin? Uh, episode three. Because episode three, yeah, yeah, just because. Um, what was I gonna say? So. Yeah, uh, since we kind of we saw it, um, I don't know, did, I guess it was opening weekend. Well, no, we saw I saw it on uh, Tuesday with Paul, and then I saw it Friday with Tommy. So uh, Top Gun Maverick finally released. Uh, it's been doing really really good. Uh, right off the bat, um, did you guys like it? Absolutely. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I like the callbacks that it did. We'll get into that, I guess, later. But that was, and it felt like a like a true sequel. And I like that he he played a part like at his age, like he wasn't trying to be like a twenty five year old kid or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, really good. I I will say the only the only gripe I had with the movie, um, and it's not really a gripe. It's just I guess a nitpick thing. It's more of like. From a budget standpoint, if I were to be like a producer on this, and like I would have told Tom Cruise, did we really need to get real F-18s for the inside shots? Like, I get like it was uh, all practical, which was cool, and like I get the F-18 shots uh, uh, outside and stuff like that was cool. But inside the cockpit, it's really it's like he's in an F-18. So I just took that as like he just wanted to use the studio's money to learn how to fly a fighter plane. <laughs> because those like cockpit shots like they're like I think they could have been done in the studio on a green screen and you had the same effect but some people might argue the difference but that's just my gripe with it other than that it was really good um, so yeah uh, just really fast if you have uh, not seen it yet uh, we're gonna like spoil it so uh, you might want to skip ahead maybe uh, I don't know like 10 minutes so three two one okay so spoilers um, yeah, I did uh, not expect uh, Iceman to actually be in the movie, so uh, the Val Kilmer part was really cool and unexpected. And fun fact, um, it actually wasn't his voice when he talked. Uh, he can't talk at all, unfortunately, so that voice was computer generated. I found that out uh, yesterday. So. It was well done, though. Yeah, it was well done, so it didn't, we couldn't tell. So... I thought that was cool. I mean, it sucks that he can't talk, but it's 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 cool that they did it well enough where we didn't we didn't see it. I guess we didn't hear the difference. Yeah. No, I just think it's pretty pretty uh, interesting. Like after Denise said it, like I kind of thought about it. Like they gave his character the exact same thing he has in real life, and the thing that is weird yeah. is like in in the movie he dies from it. So. It, it was just like kind of, I don't know, 
kind of kind of yeah. morbid a little bit and it'll just a little bit mm-hmm. like that's that that was the one scene in the movie like both times watching it, i was like Ugh, like it like it, uh, it pulls on the heartstrings you're like oh man it's pretty sad so but um yeah besides that the other thing that was uh like one thing i didn't see coming was i ended up liking uh the hangman character so in the beginning i hated his ass i wanted him to get punched i, in the I face. remember that you're pissed. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, at the end, uh, it was a it was a redemption story. I kind of I did like his character at the end, so uh, it gave me uh, Han Solo vibes the way he came in and uh, kind of saved them. So, uh, but uh, that was my. Well, for you guys, what was like your uh, favorite parts from it? Paul, you wanna go? Uh, sure. Uh, I will say this for for my only gripe, there was a guy who tweeted out kind of the same thing that I. I retweeted it also, but he said that there should be no millennials singing Great Balls of Fire and know all the lyrics to that song. And I kind of agree with that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I think I told uh, Denise and Tommy that when we came out of the movie. I said, like, after watching it a second time, it was really cheesy. <laughs> and the first time when we saw it, it was kind of like, it was kind of a random way to just, like, I get why they did it, but I think it's kind of been a better I get setup. It. Yeah. No, I get it also, but I, I thought that was hilarious. I was just like, you know, that was on my mind also that somebody <laughs> thought the same thing. Nobody knows that that song. Dude, like, I don't even come know on. The, the words to that. <laughs> you know, but okay. Uh, aside from that, I thought it was a really well done movie. Uh, cinematography is what kind of makes this one so much better that compared to the first one. Like, I, I watched part one because of watching part two. Um, and it's just almost night and day like um somebody also said like for 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 like another movie they said that it's a good thing that these sequels have come out now because the technology has caught up to where what to what we actually want to see yeah because if they did a sequel in the 90s instead of like 86 it, it wouldn't have been as developed as what they can do now and i think that weight from what almost almost 30 35 yeah, years the, the longest it's kind of it's kind of worth the wait for for what they got to to show and what they could do that and i also think uh, it probably would have been closer to the 80s shot so you probably would have had more montages like you did in the first one because the first yeah. one was a lot of montages and um i don't really think there was a montage in this one i mean they had the the football game oh yeah the, the, that was like the, about the only only thing yeah, it wasn't like montage on top of montage like the first one. Yeah. And there was no cheesy love song. So. Uh, there's a Lady Gaga song still. That's not cheesy, though. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that, man. man. It was in the middle of it. Like, the, I don't know. I know Berlin is a classic song, so... Up until last there... year, I had no idea that was even from Top Gun, so... Are you see? Wow. Yeah, no, that's why, like, when, when we saw it the first time in theaters, and I was like, I was like, whoa, this is, like... I mean, when they play, I was like, holy shit, the song's from that. Like, I, I didn't know. Wow. So, okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Tommy? Um, favorite part, like I said, it was, like I said earlier, like, I really liked that, that he played a character, like, around his age. Like, in previous uh, movies, like, that those um, Mission Impossible movies, I feel like he's playing somebody, like, 20 years younger, and... He's dating somebody 30, 40, 40 years younger than him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I like that he, he his love interest was around his age. I love that she wasn't all Botoxed out. I like that he, he didn't seem like he was all Botoxed out either. So, um, 
I like I like the callbacks. I like that they they included um um Iceman in it. Uh, it's about the, other, the only one that they did. And just the story overall, like I it felt it felt natural. It didn't feel like it was forced. And the story the story was good. And it was real. They didn't even say what country they were attacking. Uh, it was real generic. Yeah. So. Uh, but it was very cold there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, they were snowy. snowy. <laughs> it was in the Middle East, though. Yeah. But um, overall, like I really, I really enjoyed it. I didn't, I didn't expect myself to like it as much as I liked it. So that was um, a pleasant, a pleasant surprise. Now, if you could watch it in any format, which would you watch this movie in? Because I feel like this is a movie where watching it in a particular format kind of matters. Talking about like Dolby, IMAX, yeah. standard. I think Dolby's the best way just because of the jet engines and the roaring and the seats vibrating and stuff like Just because of that aspect of it. But I kind of say that for everything. I, I It's hard. <laughs> it's the standard? It's hard. That's that's pretty much our, our baseline right there. And then I can't think of a like a, Interstellar was cool. I think we see an Interstellar in IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. Um, was Dolby even around when like that, that came out though? Nope. Yeah. I see. I'm trying to think of a. I can't. I can't really think. I can't really say a movie I would watch. IMAX over Dolby. Can't. I don't know. Um, if you could think of, if you could think of one, I, I'm all ears. No, I think, I don't know, for out here, though, like, the IMAX theaters close to us, with the exception of we haven't tried Montclair yet, um, they're all just, uh, I don't think they've done anything to their, their sound systems yet, so, and then also Adobe's on a different, different level sound-wise, but, um, I'm still interested to see this movie in IMAX, just to see, um, AMC-wise, it'd be Covina, um, or if we do the one in Montclair, but... Their Dolby uh, burned us. I'm kind of not, not, not really wanting to go over there. But uh, piggybacking off Tommy, like I, I agree the jet, jet, jetter, the jet fighter planes, like they're really cool. And and this movie had a lot of that, uh, so it was a lot of rumbling in the seat. But on the flip side, like if you had seen it in Montclair Dolby where it doesn't rumble, I don't necessarily know if the Dolby would have uh, done anything, to be honest. So I guess assuming that you're Dolby Theater works the way it's supposed to, and the seats rumble the way they're supposed to. Then I think this movie would be kick-ass in Dolby. But if uh, you know, obviously the seats don't rumble, then I mean it's still a good movie, but I don't think it enhanced it like it did. If that makes sense. So, what about 4DX? Um, are you gonna puke? No, th- this uh, <laughs> I, like I would. I, this would be interesting to see. Um, and so this is where like the Star Wars stuff for me comes in. So. Um, when they were showing him in the the fighter planes and stuff, and just their dog fighting maneuvers, like it gave me uh, X wing vibes. And then when they were describing the mission, and they had to shoot a target <laughs> that was three meters wide, I was like, "Oh shit, the Death Star!" So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just it just felt like Star Wars to me. So, like when they're in the cockpit and the way they're 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 fighting, like I think that part in four D would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know how. I'm trying to think because. I have n- never personally gone to one, but what I've heard is like kind of like um, the Disneyland show shows that you go see. Like they do have stuff like that. So I'm trying yeah. to think like what would come at you um, to do that. So I will say Guardians of the Galaxy. That was my first 4DX movie. That was probably the coolest one to ever see in 4DX. Yeah, see that 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 I'm really mad that I didn't see that. But 
One of the, one of the coolest things ever was so you, you know how the 4DX has bubbles and stuff. Yeah. You do you remember the scene where Groot um, oh, does the is shielding? Yeah, oh, and yeah, then it's all yeah. so it was all bubbles. It was all bubbles, but the lights on there kind of reflect, and then it just seemed like it was actually falling down on oh, you. Oh, that's pretty sick. See, I was like, oh my god, that's pretty dope. Because because I know this doesn't really count because it wasn't 4D, but um, if you guys remember, well, I don't know if uh, Tommy went. Uh, to it, but I know what Paul did. Um, it was a uh, Disneyland when they did the uh, what was it? The Tron? What was it? What was the name of that thing? The where it was the? It became Alice in Wonderland, but before that, it was the Tron Tron Zone. Oh, uh, Electronica. Tronica. Electronica. Yeah, I wanted to say Tronica, but I don't remember if that was correct. So they had where you could um, uh, watch like a clip from Tron, and that part was like kind of 4D-ish. Like I remember, like it had when yeah. uh, the tank was coming and scanning them in the light. Um, and just seeing that, I'm like, I remember like turning to my little brother and be like, man, I don't watch the whole movie like this. So if 4D is anything like that, then I'm pretty sure I would, uh, dig, uh, dig Top Gun like that the whole time. So, but, um, yeah, really fast, uh, cause I did mention it in the beginning as of right now, uh, it's domestic box office is 308 million, uh, $43,214. Internationally, it's two sixty one million six hundred thousand dollars. So its worldwide gross is uh, five hundred mil- uh, million sixty nine dollars six forty three and two eighteen. So it is uh, right now Tom Cruise is like biggest box office to date. So um, as it should. I will say this um, mainly was because the trailer and because uh, Haley Atwell's in it. So I'm kind of interested, but. Uh, I do want to watch uh, his Mission Impossible movies. I know Tommy said they're good anyway, but uh, I've only watched like the first three, so I have to go back and rewatch them um, so that I can watch this next one. But I don't think you necessarily need to watch them because well, they're almost like individual stories. Well, I'm trying to think. Well, the the group that he's in now, with that that they're all in the movies, weren't they like in Ghost Protocol? Like when it was when J.J. Abrams did it. Yeah, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember. Um, I think after three, I think after three, they kind of tie together after that. Yeah. Three. Okay. Um, one and two are kind of individual movies, but I think they make references. Because I don't remember. One, is three maybe? the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Because the one I saw was yes. with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Is the yeah. One. So that was the last one I saw. Okay. Yeah. Like those, they'll still tie stuff together, but yeah, it. I don't necessarily think it needs to be, where you, you could still watch each one and, and still get a good story out of it. Okay. Well, I don't know if uh, that was uh, Top Gun's goal, but it made me want to watch Mission Impossible. So that's Tom Cruise's goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because up on that, the only the other movie I was talking about it with a coworker at work, and he was like, "What other Tom Cruise movies like besides Mission Impossible do you know that he's like getting?" I'm like, "Well, besides like his old stuff, I was like, I don't know. Um, I liked him in War of the Worlds, the 2005 version, but." Other than that, I really don't think of anything else that he's been in that like was memorable. Maybe Last Samurai. I don't know. Yeah, he was Last Samurai was good. Movie. So, but yeah. Um, so that that was uh, Top Gun. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Uh, I know this is gonna sound weird coming for me, but as of right now, seeing uh, seeing Doctor Strange and everything that this is like my favorite movie that I've seen all year right now in theaters. So. That says anything. Wait, 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 wait. Better than um, that multiverse movie? Yeah, right now it was better than Doctor Strange for me. 
No, 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 not Doctor Strange. The other one. Everything all at once. Everything, yeah, everything all at once. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would be. It, it's it's tied with it. So it's say because that that movie is still really good. Oh, and that movie is coming out in 4K. I don't know if you saw my. Yeah, I saw yeah, that yeah, one. So, it, um, yeah, that was that 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 was good too. Um, but right now, Top Gun is uh, because of the format. Adobe was good for it too, but. Yeah, um, this, I this I can different. agree with this, that. This was more like a. I don't know. This just felt this felt like a like a the start of summer for me. So the summer it, movie. Started. It needs to be watched in a in a theater. Um, everything everywhere all at once to me is, I think the better story, but, I think overall experience in a movie theater would have to go to Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, Paul worded it better than me, but yeah, that's what I meant. Because <laughs> because <laughs> the, the everywhere and all. Everything, everywhere, all at once is still, uh, yeah, like it's, I don't know, the the movie's really, really good. Like that movie, I want to show like everybody. Like when that comes out, I'm gonna buy it and I'm probably gonna like show everyone in my family. It's out today digitally. No, but I want physical. It's copy. out digitally right now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but I want physical copy because. Well, I I might want to buy the digital because I don't know if I could wait one month for the physical. <laughs> I have to check though because the the um, lately like 4K movies that aren't, I guess. Disney, because the only one that I know is still doing digital is like Disney for sure, but everyone else, uh, I don't even know if A24 would fall in that category. Like, just because you buy the Blu-ray now doesn't necessarily mean you get the digital copy. Mm-hmm. So I have to check. You know, if uh, if I buy this one, I get the digital copy too. I I think the digital is on it, but I don't know if it's a what's it called a 4K HDX or a actual UHD oh. digital be deadpool one all over again so deadpool one was the 4k was uh obviously just a regular 4K, but then high when, def. when i saw the digital uploaded it i was like what the hell hdx this isn't yeah yeah, yeah we'll see they might get that not, i mean it's not that i want them to but the smart business move would be to give me a high definition digital so i'm forced to buy it in 4k but mm-hmm. uh, all right so uh yeah that was the, the top gun discussion it was brief but oh, oh yeah shout out to jennifer conley for just being jennifer conley yes putting out there yes, uh... and not looking like every other like hollywood actress yes yeah, yes the natural look yes. uh was really good oh and fun fact about her character because uh the second time the couple next to me kind of said the same thing in the first one uh she is not playing obviously the same girl from the first Kelly McGillis uh she is uh referenced in the first movie though so she is the girl that they mentioned that he's already dated like an admiral's daughter that's her so they're they're supposed to have been on and off like since the first movie or since before the first movie so yeah so with that said uh, let's uh let's go to uh Star Wars stuff. Quick, real quick before we go to Star Wars, well, I guess it's kind of Star Wars, Star Wars reference. Um, besides the the whole shooting the the missiles in the three meter three meter thing, is there another Star Wars reference besides that? Or no, that's it, right? That's the only one I got. The whole yeah, time. I mean, I don't even know if that was like a reference to it. It's just like that. That was for sure like the Star Wars reference if there was one. Um, yeah. The other stuff, just Tim, the way the movie was shot. Yeah, me I was going to say, just for me, the, some of the dogfights, especially towards the end, actually seem like, uh, what's it called? Some of the, like, the dogfights with like X-Wings and, uh, and everything like that. There yeah. was just that one shot where it kind of pans out, and you see all the uh, airplanes going at each other. That 
looked like yeah, Star Wars. And it was super stressful too in the theater. I had high anxiety. Um, I was gonna say I did. I do want to do uh, when they do their final mission, like when it comes out, like as a fun edit for me. I'd probably do the the trench run song in it just to see how it would sync up. Because like when they were when they when they were going to the canyon and they showed like the the uh, what do they call them? The what was the term in the movie? The S S the Sams S A M S or whatever the uh, the gun the damn the huge ass guns they it reminded me of uh, the Death Star the, the Death Star mm-hmm. turrets so oh you talking about the oh the Sams the yeah I think that's what they're called right yeah yeah so yeah we'll see um, try to try to get a high definition copy of it to to do that do that fun edit for myself um so as I said uh, last weekend was Star Wars celebration. Uh, I had the privilege of going all four days. Tommy showed up on Friday, and Paul went on Saturday. So um, this was bigger than WonderCon. So WonderCon was the first con that we all kind of went to since COVID. Um, at least for me, this was, um, I guess, closer to a pre-pandemic con. Um as far as like safety protocols, they were trying. They had a mask thing that you were supposed to. And I told Tommy. Apparently, Tommy didn't even know. Uh, just the way everyone's walking around. So you were supposed to wear your mask indoors. Um, outside it was not really, but when you were inside, you were supposed to have a mask. They kind of were lax on it. Ironically, though, when you guys went there the last day, they kind of enforced it more on the last day, which was kind of funny. Hmm. But, okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I meant. I, for the most part, was okay, safe, uh, like, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm past that part, but I'm still gonna knock on wood, uh, I did not, uh, test positive, I know a lot of people that, uh, came back from Celebration, uh, were posting that they tested, uh, positive, uh, so, luckily, uh, I did not fall into that category, and, uh, knock on wood, hoping that stays the same for, uh, actual Comic-Con, which will be bigger, and, uh, we'll see uh, how, how the protocols are for that because uh, for those of you keeping up with the news or if you still watch it, uh, stuff's going up again so hopefully uh, that doesn't uh, affect it and if it does, we'll deal with that when it does um, so really fast, uh, on Thursday well, before I do that so there was uh, kind of big panels on each day when I went, I really only got to see, well when I went with Paul, I got to be in the the one that I wanted, which was the Mandalorian panel, which was Saturday. So that was probably my favorite one. And then I got to see it on Sunday. So I got to see two out of the two out of the four. Um, on depending on how you fell, uh, I want to say for me personally, I don't know if you guys kept up with the news on the other stuff, but I feel like Saturday was bigger for like Star Wars overall. Thursday was kind of just like a because it was called the Lucasfilm, the Future of Lucasfilm panel. So yeah, they kind of dropped some cool new stuff, but I felt like Saturday, the Mandalorian Plus panel was more more Star Warsy and more like celebration. I don't know, it felt more like a celebration panel. If that makes sense. But uh, mm-hmm. the the stuff at Thursday on the Lucasfilm thing that was pretty cool. Um, they did bring out John Williams to like kind of kick it off. So I am jealous of all those people. They got to see a live concert from John Williams. So, um, 
They, and it was his 90th birthday. It was his 90th birthday. Um, do, using John Williams because it is Lucasfilm, even though it wasn't Star Wars, they did announce Indiana Jones 5. So um, Indiana Jones 5 uh, has a release date of June 30th, 2023. Um, the only thing they got to see of Indiana Jones besides Harrison Ford himself coming out to talk was a still of Indiana Jones. He's like kind of on a, a, a bridge. Um, that was like kind of the still that they got. And then the other non-Star Wars news from the Lucasfilm panel was uh, Willow that comes out this year, um, November 30th on Disney+. Plus. So that will be, uh, as of right now, one season. Um, they didn't mention if it's going to be any other seasons. Uh, and then as far as the Star Wars stuff that they announced, uh, we now have a release date for Andor for the first season. It's going to be a two-season um show as of right now so uh it's 12 episodes each so it's gonna be right now a total of 24 unless they add a third season so it's uh episodes 1 to 12 will begin on august 31st of this year and they gave everyone a cool poster which i have back there which hold on i should grab that stuff i'll be right back hold on one second <laughs> Okay, I was able to frame this stuff, so I just have to find a place. But they gave uh, this poster. There, there's a big spot right over behind you. You just have to knock all those uh, yeah. Funkos down. Oh, no, there's a, I'm going <laughs> to, before Comic-Con, a uh, little sidebar, this behind me is going to change. I'm going to downsize my Funko collection, and uh, I'm going to probably put away most of my Black Series in a box um, and just choose different stuff to display because there's a lot of shit here. Um, so, so yeah, this was the Ender poster that they gave out. Um, I'll get to reasons why I have this because, like I said, I did not get into the panel. But um, me and Paul got this on Saturday. So, um, what was I saying when I went to grab the thing? Um, Thursday. Yeah. So after um, Andor, the I guess the newest thing that came out of it um, that was like. Uh, before um, Celebration, there were rumors of this. This show is basically being called Star Wars Stranger Things. So it's uh, about a bunch of 10-year-olds who get lost on a starship. And that's like, pretty much all you have. Uh, right now, we know the main person in it is Jude Law. It's being written by John Watts and Christopher Ford. Um, so those would be the Spider-Man trilogy people. They are writing this show. Um, and the show is called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. So... Uh, it comes out next year, and that's pretty much all we have. I'm sure with D23, there might be more information on it. But if not, um, we all we know is it comes out in 2023 and it's starring Jude Law. And it is being pitched as the Star Wars Stranger Things. So, there's that. Are so, you disappointed that there is no uh, movie announcement? Uh, yes. Uh, I thought they were going to talk about it. Um, so, I know we don't really mention Star Wars 2 too much anymore on this podcast um that might change later on i don't know but yeah there's a uh, taika waititi is uh uh supposed to helm a star wars movie and so is uh, patty jenkins she's supposed to helm rogue squadron um rogue squadron is supposedly indefinitely on hold until she gets freed up after her other wonder woman 3 and i think she's supposed to make some other movie and then she can go to that and then as far as um taika's movie it's supposed to come out but because I guess uh, and she they never mentioned it, but later on in the celebration, she interviewed with a bunch of 
like just a bunch of people were there media-wise, and I want to say it was Collider. It was I think it was Collider. Um, uh, and if it's not, apologize for who I didn't give credit to. But uh, I did know she said that uh, Taiko's movie is the next one, but that's all she said that it is the next movie coming out. Um, and as far as because of the release dates when they released them back in the day for the um, it was I think maybe two two. Uh, quarter earning calls ago uh when they released like the avatar one year and the star wars untitled star wars movies like taika's is supposed to be coming out next year so we'll see i think with d23 though i think they'll probably announce it that would be i guess like an opportune time for marketing um so that was like the big thing to come out on thursday um like i said i didn't get to see that panel so on thursday the panel i did get to see i got to go uh I still got to go into that room. It was right after. It was uh, an interview with the uh, Emperor. So I got to see uh, Ian McDermott, and he talked about like his time uh, playing the role and got to hear some funny stories. So um, he said that he actually hit Samuel Jackson in Episode 3 when they were uh, doing the lightsaber duel and that he hit him more than once. And <laughs> that after the second time... <laughs> that Samuel Jackson said that I don't think you're doing this on accident anymore and uh, you know like in, in true Samuel Jackson form like cussed at him so um, he didn't cuss though but um, and then uh, the other takeaway from that is he does a really good George Lucas impression so he was saying how like George Lucas uh, would always tell them things and how George Lucas like would because uh, someone asked like did he always know the backstory of the character and he said that that it changed throughout the times uh, him shooting him, but that he always, for him as an actor, he always created like his own backstories for them. And that he said that um, one time, I guess it had to do with uh, in episode three when they were gonna fight, and he didn't think he was gonna get a lightsaber. He was like, oh, but like I thought the emperor like had all this power, like I would just fight with like lightning or something like that. And the way he did the George Lucas impersonation about like no, but like and a lightsaber too, but it was just like so like like a stupid reason for the lightsaber that like the way he did the impersonation it was just pretty funny but um I'm trying to think besides that that was kind of like the big thing and i just walked around on thursday um and then friday came and the big panel for that was the ilm panel so it was more about a documentary they're doing uh it's going to come out on disney plus it's called light and magic and it's just about like the behind the scenes of like Lucasfilm stuff, and I know like Ron Howard was in it. I didn't really pay attention to that panel because I was doing other stuff. Because um, uh, that's like where I got to meet um, Timur Morrison, and that was more important to me than <laughs> the panel. Um, so um, the cool thing that because I finally figured out where it came from. So they announced Jedi Survivor that day, which is the sequel to uh, Fallen Order. That um, was announced at that panel, so that's where everyone saw the trailer for it. So um, as of right now, there's no official release date for Jedi Survivor. Um, all, all that they showed was a teaser, um, and it's supposed to be four years after Fallen Order, and um, it's supposed to uh, most likely come out next year since EA only has the rights till next year, and then everyone else can technically start making Star Wars games, and there's a bunch of Star Wars games and developments from other developers, so... Um, yeah, I have a feeling it's going to come out next year. I want to say probably around Christmas time. 
but it could be sooner. But um, that was like the big thing on Friday, and then really fast just because I have all my crap here. So like I said, this was like the highlight of my day. So I know it's right there you can see it, but I should have gotten in silver, not red. But this is my autograph comic book from Tim Morrison, and I did not expect this to happen that day. I also got to see Daniel Logan. And I got his autograph too. And this one didn't cost me a damn thing. This was free. So um, the cool thing about that on Friday is he was doing a thing at that box lunch booth. And uh, we, uh, like I saw, I was like, oh, he's going to do it on Saturday too. So my brother had asked. Um, I told him, hey, go ask them, like, how do we sign up for it tomorrow? And when they asked, they're like, oh, it's already full. Like, I guess they did, like, earlier in the week you had to sign up for it. And he's like, oh, okay. And then... He was like super nice to the one of the, the lady that the other lady that heard that was running it was like, oh, do you want to meet him right right now? My brother's like, what? Oh no, it's uh, it's okay. And she's like, no, 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 you can meet him right now. Just get in line. And he was like, really? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, thank you for uh, for being nice to me. Like you're one of the only people to be nice to me today. So yeah, and all. So so no story of the day. Kindness gets you somewhere because my brother was super nice. They uh, they let us in. So it all worked out. The force was on his side. Definitely was. So um, I know Friday, Tommy was there, and I think I only got to see Tommy at the convention for like maybe an hour. Because what did you think about it, Tommy? Yeah. So yeah, Tommy, what was your thoughts? I liked it. Um, you know me, I, I just walk around, look at all the collectibles and cosplay and art and stuff like that. I'm more into that, so more so than like the panels. Um, everything's just real. Like as far as like collectibles are concerned, especially Star Wars stuff, like. And then I, th I felt like it was like higher, like maybe at least 20% higher than stuff you could get online or at stores. Yeah. So it was, it was high. Um, but were you yeah. actively trying to buy something though? Or are you I just would, actively looking at stuff? If I would if they were selling that, that Boba Fett on Throne, I would have bought it. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So if, they had a, if, yeah. if they had a sold. Wait, which one? They had a Boba Fett on Throne. I. I I think I, I, I put a video on, on my um, my Instagram story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, Which, he's, uh, but they don't, it was a big attack. Was it? So it was a it was a in oh, Beast Kingdoms okay. thing behind the Beast Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Buki, I always say it wrong, but the statues like Gentle Giant and Coat. That whole area, right? So there. the they, they the new cool. ones they had they had that one and they had um an Obi Wan, but the Obi Wan still like pre order. Same thing with the with the Boba Fett. The Boba Fett was new though. I never seen the Boba Fett before. It's not even on the Boba Fett. You can't even pre-order it. I didn't see it. And he's he has a new paint drop, so he's all like shiny. Yeah, it's the re-armored from Book of Boba Fett, and he's on the throne. Yeah, he's a he's a he's all like all decked out in his new armor from the show with the throne. But they don't have um the girl. What's the girl's name again? Fennec Shan. Fennec. Fennec Shan. Yeah, Fennec. They don't have Fennec Shan. It's not announced yet, at least. So. Hopefully they come out with her. So you could pull something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. I like that. So. Um. But yeah. So. I didn't see anything. I seen that that I wanted. But they was just wasn't for sale. I seen some other stuff that I wanted. But it was like. Like 900 bucks. <laughs> so I was like. Yeah. Yeah. It was a with the whole move. With the movie. And I would. Yeah. I would have been homeless. I would have bought it. So. Um. So yeah. What about any? I know you were saying you like the the cosplay and stuff. Any cosplays that stood out to you? There's some cool cosplays there. I was thinking we need to get stormtrooper outfits and go like. 
go cosplay out to uh, it's one of these comic cons. Um, instead of the five hundred first, we could be the one thirty ones. The one thirty ones. We could do something. <laughs> we could do something. We could do something. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just got it. <laughs> there you go. Um, just a little, a little slow. Um, there was a there was a Dark Vader that had the whole breathing apparatus, like you can hear him breathing. That was pretty cool. They had a Mandalorian that looked like straight from the show. Um, they had like a, a shiny, shiny one. Yeah, straight from the show. They had a Chewbacca on um, on his stilts. Um, I think that's the one that Paul took a took a video of when he went. Yeah. The one that was outside. Yeah. The one that was like movie accurate yeah. that actually was talking. Oh yeah, he seemed pretty accurate. Yeah, but they had some pretty cool ones. Um. Take a picture of some. It's just like this. I mean, the stormtroopers and like how the, I like how it's like like people go with their friends and they go dressed as a theme and they do that. There's a lot of people like that that kind of um, stood out too. So that's a good time though. First, that was my first Star Wars celebration. So I'm um, looking forward to another one if they have it over here again. So hey, all we gotta do we gotta go to Europe, man, next no, year. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not. Uh... 100% safe to travel that way. So, I don't. I mean, I don't feel safe. I'm sure it's safe. I, I personally don't feel safe traveling like that yet to another country. Although I know other countries got got it right in terms of protocol. <laughs> but I think I think they're better than than us on when it comes to that. Like I think the majority of the countries vaccinated. I think they're 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 you're in a better spot if you actually if you go to Germany if you go to anywhere in Europe right now. Yeah. Um. So. As far as Friday goes, uh, the other thing that I got to see with my brother, which was kind of cool, was I got to go into uh, the Lego panel. So, um, I don't know if you can see, do I have him in the background of this? No. But I have a Boba Fett helmet off screen that's in Lego, and I have the Mandalorian that I need to put together. And my brother got me a giant ass R2D2 for Christmas that I still need to build. But as you can see oh, from this section of my room, I don't really have room for it. So I still have to build those. But um, we went to the panel um, mainly just to see, like, what was coming up because we both like uh, Legos. And it was to um, hopefully get something because sometimes they give away stuff. So uh, I think I told you guys both the story, but I'll tell it again first for the podcast. So that room that they do this in, it's I think it's the, it was the Galaxy Stage. I think that that room has it out for me. So uh, they, for this particular panel, the Lego ones, they the like look under your seat thing that they did this time because they did it last time they were in Anaheim was for when Battlefront came out was the panel I got to go to that with Aaron, and I thought I had won the Darth Vader PlayStation because uh, there was something under my seat that was a ticket, but it wasn't the ticket. It wasn't the right thing for celebration. It was just something else from I guess something else and. So I walk up there thinking I won it, and they're like, yeah, no, you, you didn't win it. Sorry, we already have the six people. We don't know what that is. Apologize, but that's not it. So I had to walk back, and it was like the walk of shame. Everyone saw me, and we're like, oh, this guy thought he won. What a loser. So luckily that didn't happen. We didn't walk up this time, but when we got in the panel, we got in because um, I had it reserved because I was able to get into reservations that day. So me and my brother just like were sat in. They gave everyone a ticket, and then we went in. And we kind of, I just let my brother pick him. I'll go ahead and pick where you want to sit, dude. So we went and sat down. 
But as it got closer for them to let the standby people in, they wanted people to start moving in. So they forced us to move. They're like, oh, I need you guys to get up and move closer. And we were like, we didn't want to, but we also didn't want to get kicked out. So we're like, all right, so we got up and moved. So as the panel starts and they do the announcement, everybody look under your seats. And where we were sitting was a ticket. And the thing they were giving away this time was Xbox Series S's that were like Star Wars, Lego Star Wars themed. So there were nine of them. And they all had like characters from the saga for all nine films. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like that was kind of yeah. like a kick in the butt and my brother, like was the rest of the panel was kind of depressed, but at the same time I kind of told him like, well, besides having a funny story to tell people, <laughs> I was like, the other thing now is that you, I mean, I already have a, a series X and he doesn't really want an Xbox. So I was like, you're not really losing anything cause you don't want the game. And we already have Lego star Wars for PlayStation. So, um, but yeah, I just thought that but was that- funny. I was gonna say that could have been the, the reason why he got to meet what's his name, uh, Daniel. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Logan. Yeah, Daniel Logan. If you think about it, it's karma. Just. Oh yeah, I mean that could that probably probably was was that. So I didn't even think about that, but but yeah, I mean it it was so cool. The cool thing about that panel um, was that Event Nicole Brown hosted it. So um, that was really. Hot. I did not know she's also in Lego Star Wars. Uh, she plays a character. Oh. Uh, As who? Yeah, she's uh, I forgot her character's name. She's like an admiral. Um, she's gonna be in the the, the special coming up. So um, does she use her Shirley voice in, in the game? I haven't watched it, um, but <laughs> okay. I do want to watch the new one. It's it's coming out uh, in. Uh, they didn't give it a, a release date yet, but it does come out in the summer. It's called Lego Star Wars uh, Vacation. So um, the funny thing about the Lego Star Wars specials is that they take place after the sequel trilogy. So. Of course, they're not canon because it's Lego, but I guess it's a fun thing. They're kind of are and aren't until like something comes out to take them out. But they're all take place after <laughs> Episode Nine. So the they said the the premise for the Lego Star Wars Vacation is that um, it's a uh, based off Finn because I guess they they had all the creators up there and he said that the last Lego Star Wars ones that they focused on each person. So the first one, the which was the holiday special, focused on um, Ray. The second one focused on Poe. And this next one's going to focus on Finn. And so it's going to be just like how they all need like a holiday. And it's just going to focus on Finn as one of the main main talking points. So that was kind of like... That was, that was the stuff for Friday. Um, besides the running into the Bubba Fetts. And then... Um, Oh, well, before I do it, I guess I'll... Because I did have stuff on it. So, the... I don't know if you guys saw it, uh, but there was a video game that they had over there. Uh, it was Hunters, Star Wars Hunters, that comes out. Um, it's supposed to come out sometime this year, I'm assuming, like, in the end of the year. It's a. It's basically uh, Star Wars Overwatch, so it's free to play uh, when it does come out. It's going to be on the Switch uh, or your phone. So, they had the uh, phone version to play so um when it does come out though i do kind of want to play it on switch because one it's free to play and it's star wars and there's a bunch of like cool stuff from it so i got to play it instead of my little brother um when you guys went i think you guys could have walked up to it too because they supposedly said like there were reservations but then like there are people i saw people that walked in i know there's a guy who played it like every day (laughs) so um (laughs) it's still i guess in beta form um but like I said, it is Star Wars uh, Overwatch, so my brother was kind of mad they didn't have the Switch, but I figured it was due to COVID protocols because it's a lot easier to sanitize and clean a phone than it is 
a game controller and let's be real like you're not supposed to spray down a game controller like as much as it pains me to say that in terms of COVID out there like if you do that to a controller a hundred times a day you're gonna mess it up and it won't won't work anymore dude so. lucasfilm's got that money they can just no 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 i'm aware but i'm just saying like, each person i'm just giving giving like as the reason that's probably why they didn't do it but um so just really fast the the right now the characters that are in it they're one two three four five six seven eight there were eight characters that you could have played as but there's a total of 11 right now and they're supposed to add more so um the character that I I played as two characters when I played it I put um, it, it was Amara Vex which was like a bounty hunter she's like a kind of like a Mandalorian armor but not like her face was different it was like a red kind of like a, from episode seven like the Guavian Death Gang people um, and Utuni was the other one I played at it's two Jawas stacked on each other so it's just pretty funny um, they have uh, like their tank character is a Wookie he's called Graz. They have a droid that thinks it's a Jedi, and it's called J3DI. Um, there's an Ugnaught and a Destroyer. Um, so the Ugnaught is the character from Mandalorian that says, uh, I have spoken. It was his species, and he's uh, controlling a, the Destroyers from Episode 1, the rolling the rolling droids. Um, and then his name's Slingshot. And then Sprocket uh, is a Mon Calamari. He's like an Admiral Akbar character. Well, he's the race. Reeve was the, the lightsaber wielder. Uh, she's a Sith. Zena is a New Republic uh, lieutenant. And then the other three characters that are like being made, I guess they just weren't ready for the beta, is Sentinel is a stormtrooper. Um, Scora is a Rodian, so like Greedo. And then the one I'll probably end up playing it on is called Aaron Tall. He's a Mandalorian. So um, the funny thing about this is it is... I guess gonna be canon um it comes it takes place after a uh, return of the jedi but before force awakens so it's gonna have a place in the timeline so it's kind of like their story of why their people like why this game exists it, as far as if it was like indian versus like all these characters are like basically on a planet and they're like fighting in like it's like a televised war game thing so just thought it was cool because it was one thing i played and then the rest of the stuff kind of doesn't fall into it so that's why i brought it up but um it is free to play, so when it does come out, if you guys are down, I know we don't really play on the Switch right now. We don't really play on much right now, anyway. But uh, when this uh, it comes out, like it's an excuse to get the Switch out. So, you know, since we all have it, um, that's good. But yeah, so um, after Friday, of course, came Saturday, which was my favorite day, and that's when I got to uh, meet up with Paul. So Paul joined joined me, and we got to see the Mandalorian. Um, plus panel and uh that's where we got the andor posters because that was our i guess our placeholder we got to be in the uh uh overflow stage and it was uh was it the galaxy stage i think so yeah so it was the galaxy stage so the same room that burned me uh coincidentally i guess that would be karma i got to see uh one of the best panels in it and uh yeah i agree that's where we got like a really good seat too. So. <laughs> yeah, because I thought we were supposed to be like seated in the back because I thought you just go from the front to the back, and then all of a sudden they just told us to go to the middle, <laughs> and there is just like one row that, yeah, that of was nobody there. Well, they had just yeah. dropped it. They're like, "Oh, we just dropped this reserve row. Go ahead and go." And I was like, "Okay." So like, <laughs> I just went straight. 
they so, hooked us up with an upgrade i was like hell yeah yeah so it was pretty cool um so funny thing about these panels is you weren't supposed to record but apparently nobody told that to ign because ign posted like all the shit from the panels if you guys are watching their instagram <laughs> like I don't know how they get away with it, to be honest. Yeah, they, they re-upload trailers straight up, like. Yeah, so some, so, um, I don't know if they, uh, they uploaded the Mandalorian stuff because I really didn't. The only stuff I've looked up was the stuff I missed, so I didn't really look up the Mandalorian thing, and I only know that they did show the animatronic Grogu because Tommy sent the the, the video in the in our group chat, um, when they when they had the Grogu out, but like, as far as I know, you weren't supposed to be recording because uh, I don't know if you saw the dude walking around the room. Paul, but uh, oh yeah, yeah, there was like people that like had their phones out, and I don't even think they were recording. I think it was just like checking their phone for like a picture. text, or, or yeah, and, yeah. And the guy came up and was like, "Put that phone away!" And I was like, "Oh crap!" Like man, they're gonna kick these people out. So yeah. um, the stuff that like we saw in the panel was obviously like season three. We got to see an extended trailer because they did show one on thursday but the one we got i was thought they longer. said they showed on thursday but it was just the short version yeah we got to see an extended version we got the the plus like they yeah, said yeah so it was it was uh cool and i think that is out something got shown i don't know if that was got what was got got released from it but uh the thing that i know they didn't show but ign posted a still of it which again i don't get how they could <laughs> um was uh, we got to see ahsoka so they brought out rosario dawson and live action chopper which was fucking kick-ass and um we also got to see the actress to play sabine and natasha yeah <laughs> natasha <laughs> um god her last name is kind of weird uh but yeah bordiz bordizillo or something like that i will but, say yeah. that that's that sounds correct but yeah so uh i love was, sabine yeah <laughs> that was that was a cool cool surprise did not expect that um Thank so, God she was not uh, what's it called in the sign up, the autograph alley and uh, the, the pic- picture thing because I would have dropped some money. So um, this is like speculation on my part. Um, so if it's a spoiler, I apologize for people because again it's just speculation. But um, I'm surprised that Mary Elizabeth Winstead wasn't brought out on that panel because she did get cast in Ahsoka, which is you know she's with. Owen McGregor, who's Obi Wan, so she was at Celebration because I did see like she like she was in pictures and stuff, and she's in this show, and they've only been filming well now since we waited a week. It's like they've been filming for a month, so in the teaser they did show the back of another Rebels character, uh, Harrison Dula, and I'm gonna go on a whim say I think that's who Mary Elizabeth Winstead is playing, um, so. I mean, I could be wrong. She could be other people because I guess people think she's going to be uh, Dr. Afra, which is a character from the comics who's supposed to also be in the show. But due to them uh, trying to target, like, the representation thing, in the comics, Dr. Afra is supposed to be of, like, Asian descent, and I don't think they would cast Mary Elizabeth Winstead just so they don't get that backlash because, you know, that's everything. Well, aren't they already getting that backlash with Sabine? No, because it's this, uh, Sabine is supposed to be uh, what what Natasha is. Because I thought that the actress or the voice actress wanted to be Sabine. Yeah, she like, did want to be. How? Right? Yeah, but I mean that was just like uh, I I don't know. It was just one of those things because uh, they recast Ashley Eckstein, so I think yeah. they just kind of just to play an even playing field. They recasted 
her because the only one who got to, to play the same character is actually um, Bo-Katan, um, Kelly, Kelly, uh, Katie Sackhoff. She's the only one who got to voice it and be in the show, mm-hmm. like live action. And technically John Favreau because he was uh, in Clone Wars and now he's a new character in live action, but he's still Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they're just going to, for the Rebels characters, they're just going to like recast everybody. Because um, if that's the case and you get to see live action Kanan, I wonder if it would be Freddie Prince Jr. If he would get to. Because then, I know we haven't talked about it yet, but in Obi-Wan, if they end up showing a character called the Seventh Sister, that's Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I don't know if she would get to actually be her in live action. So I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird. Like There's some characters I like would want to see them played by the same people. And like Sabine was one of them, but at the same time, like Natasha's good casting. I also think it's because very good cast. I think it's because she can do martial arts, and I think the role like asked for that. So no offense to uh, uh, to Tyra, but I don't think it's it's able to to happen. But um, yeah. So that was kind of like the big thing from that. Um. Trying to think what else, because I know you guys got to see the you got to see the Mandalorian experience. Um, is that all? Like besides that, what else did you did you do after Words Ball? Because when I went and saw like the collection, the Obi Ranch thing, which was pretty cool, but mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. I mean, collection. that's all we kind of did. We went into the Mandalorian experience, and if if they do that again, they yeah. Y- it's a must uh, go to. I would say everything in there is so cool to like see. Just to uh, see the prosthetics, all the intricacies of all the technology that they put inside of the Star Wars stuff. It's it's really cool, uh, and just to know that it's not all CG. It's they actually make the stuff. It seeing Cad Bane. That that's probably one of the coolest things that you like walk up to and just like see how they kind of worked his uh, facial animations and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the Bantha and then seeing the... Uh, cool. Seeing, what is it, uh, the new ship? I forgot what it was called. Um, the Naboo Starfighter? Yeah, the, the Starfighter. I think it's just called the Just chrome. Yeah, just chromed out. Just that shine right there it, in the middle of the, the whole experience. So dope. But, yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10, I would definitely recommend if they ever do something like that or just make a... Mandalorian experience, not just during a Star Wars celebration. It's definitely worth uh, worth waiting, even yeah. though we didn't really wait. I'm pretty we sure we got lucky. That, oh yeah, you got lucky. Uh, when I when I saw it on Thursday, I waited uh, almost two hours to see it. Was it worth it? Yeah, oh, it definitely was worth it. Um, from just like uh, someone who wants to be in film, like that stuff alone, like was really interesting to me. Like seeing how they did uh, the miniatures and all the the sets and stuff that were practical sets, not just everything was CGI, so it was, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Eddie, did you know that you're in an episode of uh, Ordinary Adventures? Uh, no, I thought I, th- I thought I was just like just that clip you posted, like you showed me that picture. <laughs> hey, you're you're in there, so Dang. you're in an episode of Ordinary Adventures. That is that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny too because uh, after after uh celebration because my mom wanted they were doing uh, a booth for the galactic star cruiser in Walt disney world um, yeah 
the Ordinary Adventures did a video on it, so my mom and my brother watched that video. And then, like, mm. when they popped up, like, Paul, um, my little brother was like, hey, isn't that who Paul met? I was like, yeah, Paul, Paul met them. <laughs> I was like, and, and this is, I didn't know I was in the video, so now I can tell them I was in the video. So. Do you watch them, Tommy? I don't. Is that a YouTube channel I'm thinking? Yes. If you want to know the ins and outs of Star Wars, Disney World, and all that stuff, they're they're really good at uh, making videos, so I, I suggest to watch them. They're really cool. Ordinary... Wait, it's Ordinary Adventures, you said? Yeah. Yes. Is it a couple? Yes. What's that? Well, is yeah, it a, a, a couple, couple, like, a... Oh, I think I seen... Oh, I did... Actually, I did watch them. Um, they were doing, uh, um, just, like, a, a, a day at um, Star Wars Celebration. So I watched them. They are they're going over, like, the um, hot toys. All the collectible stuff. I think, you know, I watch all the collectible <laughs> stuff, so... Yeah, so they went Tommy um, over with that. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't talk. They didn't show the the, the ones I like, though. But they were showing the hot toys and the the life size ones and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I didn't know. I have to. I have to go back and look and see. Um, I was gonna ask you. I I didn't see the the Mandalorian experience. Was that upstairs or? No. No. So that was like in that new building in the convention center. So I ran into that at on accident because after. I went to the Ian McDermott panel. Like, when I walked out, there was this big old sign that said, like, Mandalorian experience. And my brain was like, oh, crap, this is for Saturday. Like, I was trying, I thought it was, like, to get in the line for the Saturday panel. And then when I walked up, there was a line that said 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, and then there was uh, another girl in front of me because she had just seen it. So we both were walking out. And then the guy was like, oh, it's standby line, 45 minutes for Mandalorian experience. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know what it was, so I just walked in. And then it was a nice surprise for me to find out that it was like what it was. But the whole time I was like, wait, what? And then I, after realizing, okay, this isn't like a panel thing for Saturday. Like there's a, like two, two ladies that were in front of me and like asked me, do you know what this is? I was like, no, but I mean, we're here. So might as well. <laughs> <laughs> we're here, man. We're here. So it was, it was cool. So I, I'm glad that was like a, like a pleasant surprise. But yeah, in order to see it, you had to go, it was like away from everything. It was like yeah. in the same location oh. as the as the celebration store, which because was... uh, Chris, Chris and Christina went on the same day as you, Tommy, and they didn't know that it was in the other building either. Like everybody was thinking that it's all either first floor, second floor, or Third floor. whatever in that same uh, convention center, but it's like on the other side, uh, closer to the actual the street, and it's like mm. right there. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, say like the one thing i guess it's like another kind of criticism of the celebration was when i went to the other one in 2015 it was way more organized and i get that like there was there's a pandemic but i feel like that should have made things more organized if that makes sense because there was a lot of stuff that like was not handled correctly that i found out like mm -hmm. other stories like as as the weekend went on they got better with it but it was just like yeah, like, like, I remember at Celebration, there were, like, signs for everything. Like, you knew what you were standing in line for. You knew where things were. And this time, there really wasn't that much. Like, for example, like, Tommy didn't know where Mandalorian Experience was. But I'm sure if, like, this was the thing in 2015, like, you would have known where to go and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure, like, he's not the only one, so I feel like they probably would have gotten more people and a longer line if they had, uh, like, just promoted it better. Yeah. Um, Next time. I'm sure, yeah, that, that thing I'm sure will be elsewhere. I mean, like, 
if it's going to be at Comic-Con, I would even go. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that might end up being in D23, and they could keep that in there. Oh, yeah. So I can see that. Um, so, yeah, that was Saturday. Um, I got to be in a video, an Order Adventures video. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it was Sunday. So Sunday I was back by myself, and it was a uh, pretty, pretty lax day. So um, I got to go on the big panel of the day for that, and that was the Bad Batch Season 2, where I got this bad boy. So, um, this was a pretty cool uh, panel. Um, I think both you guys have seen season one, or I know Tommy said he didn't. I've seen a couple episodes. So I finished it. I finished it. I went back. I finished it. So um, the trailer is out for it now. So the only thing that I got to see that was uh, different was that they showed like an extended scene, kind of that was in the trailer, where like they're shooting those crabs is you got to see like the time jump um and then you got to see like their new suits and then um it's a big deal now that omega has uh she has a helmet like them so um they brought out um the voice actress for omega and they brought out d badly breaker and it was funny because he did like every voice in the show because he does every voice in the show so like during the panel he kept changing to different clones which was funny and I wonder if like that dude is like if he like has episodes of like schizophrenia because like he <laughs> he just randomly busts out like these these voices and like watching the show like I remember like there are scenes where he's literally talking to himself so I'm like man like you got to be crazy I'm pretty sure like the running gag was like when they told him that someone else is going to voice Omega he probably was like no no, no I I could do I could do a a little girl's voice too like and i'm pretty sure he busted out one to try to do it um but yeah no that that panel was really cool and then the other thing was the closing ceremonies and um the cool thing that happened before that was because it was like the last day and that was like the only other big panel in there was you could have i didn't know i could have stayed in there the whole time and they were just putting the last four episodes of clone wars in there so when i went around the last hour because I'm like, oh, I, I want to make sure I go into it. They were just like, oh, yeah, you can walk into the auditorium and just find a seat. So I went and sat, and they were playing the finale of Clone Wars. So it was pretty cool because it, it was like watching it in a movie theater because like certain scenes, like everyone cheered. So it was like watching Avengers again in theaters, like everyone was cheering. Um, and then Dave Filoni came out, and they talked about like the last four episodes. And the reason I bring this up is because he brought up something that like is pretty, I think it's pretty like everyone should hear it, even though it was to Star Wars. And he even mentioned it's not just to Star Wars. So... He said that if in today, today, like the Clone Wars movie that started after everything, if that came out today, like obviously the Clone Wars wouldn't have got made because everyone was so quick to say, oh, this shit sucks and it's terrible. And he admitted that like back in the day, he's like, yeah, I know the movie, it could have been better, but for what we had at the time for the technology, it was decent enough. And he says now, obviously, because you watch the movie compared to like the last four episodes, um, the animation is like completely night and day difference. It's technology is way better. Um, and their ability to tell story in that format, like, is immensely better. So what he said is, like, he just said that he was hoping the takeaway that everybody would take away from this, and it's not just for stars, but for all media in general, is that everyone is so quick to judge nowadays. Like, without seeing the whole full story, people automatically just, like, will say, like, they hate it without actually waiting to see the full thing to, to see if that sticks. Um, so I do, I like, when he said that, I'm like, that's true. Like, that's, I know a lot of, like, media that comes out, like, marvel or just like stuff in general like new netflix shows that like 
you'll watch like one or two episodes, not even knowing the full picture yet, and you'll just be like, oh, shit sucks. Which, I mean, you can, I get it. Like, yeah, that's that's you can, but like, if if you're going based off of these two episodes and not even seeing the full story, then I don't think it's a like a proper judgment because you haven't seen the full story. Like, if that's why we need uh, Morbius one, uh, two, and three. <laughs> we need the full story, you know. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that I was gonna say that I watched like three minutes of the new Matrix movie and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I, was, like, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't continue. I was like, no. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just I just thought I'd bring that up. Like I know it's it's uh, it is it is it's hard. Like I'm falling guilty to that uh, to that. But I was just saying like when he said that, I'm like oh, that's pretty pretty smart because like I will. That's I think like I'll eventually I'll end up doing that podcast. There's a podcast I want to do where it's just like. I kind of break down the sequel trilogy and like it's not like i'm gonna rip it like i still like it but i just feel that like clone wars is an example of like they stuck to a story and like at the end i'm like oh that's really good because i'll be the first to tell you when when the clone wars movie came out and the character of ahsoka was introduced i was like who the hell is this girl like i hated her because like mainly because like she contradicted the movies at the time but then after the show like they made her fit in and then like you're like oh okay you know what yeah it makes sense and it made Anakin's fall to the dark side like mean more. So I was like, oh okay, but yeah, in the beginning I was like, man, screw this character. This character's stupid. Like this contradicts the whole the whole like movies and everything. What the hell? Um, but like, long story short, like they kind of won me over and like they full on was like, nah, this is a story I want to tell and I'm gonna tell it. And I feel like they should have done that with like Episode Nine, but that's like a whole nother talking point, and I could go on for days about that. But um. Yeah, that was a celebration. After that, they did the closing ceremonies and recapped everything. And, uh, um, yeah, it was cool. It was just a cool experience. So, um, yeah, just uh, if, if, you, if you like Star Wars and you haven't been to Celebration, I would just say, like, if you can, you should go because it's pretty cool. Um, as far as, like, I know on Twitter, Star Wars is seen as, like, the fan base that hates itself. And when we talk about Obi Wan right now, it's kind of, kind of, still unfortunately seen that way. But uh, for the most part, I had like a positive experience all four days. I didn't really interact with any douchey people. Um, so I was just saying like it was it was really cool to. And I, I'm not gonna question that the people that are in that small like vocal group, I'm sure they go, but they also stay with their close circle, so like you don't really interact. So it's still like doesn't affect anything, but um, it was just really cool. Um, way different from WonderCon for me, and uh, it just got me more pumped for uh, Comic Con. So, um, like I said, I bought too much shit. Um, I want to see uh, the thing I bought. I have this right here. I bought a plain deck of the Mandalorian. Why? Because I fucking could. <laughs> I don't know. Like. <laughs> uh, the other thing I bought too, I'll show you because I'm I'm like kind of mad about it. Like, was this so? There's the DC booth where you could make your own shirt. So they ruined it for me. So on Sunday they had the Empire. So this is actually supposed to be green, not orange. That was the first thing they messed up on. This is actually not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be along the sleeve. Because when I asked, I'm like, oh, so if I put it on the sleeve, like, they'll put it 
like going against the city, like, yeah, yeah, just make sure you write the number that way, and that's how I put it. It's not how they put it. And then, same thing, like, they're supposed to do that on this side, and they did it on this side, so it's just, they messed up on that. And then the other thing, on the back, if you guys can see, it was kind of a rush job, so you can see, like, the stencil of the other, the other thing right there. Did so, you have to pay for this? I did have to pay for this. This thing cost me 30 bucks. So when I went to order it, because it was before I took a, like, there was a line to take a picture of inside that X-Wing. So I was like, oh, cause Sunday, like, since it was, like, the last day, I was like, I'll do all the, like, stuff to stand in line because there's really not much things I want to do. So when I went to go pay for this, they were like, oh, we're kind of backed up. So it'll be, like, you know, 20 to 30 minute wait if you want to just, like, leave your stuff or you can wait for us to make your shirt. And I was like, oh, I'll go stand in line somewhere else. So it's cool. So I gave them the money. I come back to pick it up afterwards. And I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, this isn't how I wanted the stuff. And then, like, they saw on my uh, paper. And all they did was someone was like, sorry. Like, they're like, we're really backed up. And I was like, I was like, so, I was like, that's it? I was like, so, like, and I was like, I mean, I shouldn't have been kind of a dick to the lady. But I was like, oh, so fuck me, right? And so I just, like, walked away. So I guess I could have pressed it and, like, try to get my money back. But I was really pissed off. So that's, like, my one negative experience was that. But I've learned now I will never build a screen tee again at a convention. So, learning an experience. But yeah. <laughs> I'm still gonna make a t-shirt though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, I just I won't. Like, I was just. I guess the because uh, all four days they had different designs, and Sunday was like the day they had like the, I guess the design that everybody wanted. So it was the Empire, and they had that's where they had like the Boba Fett stuff on it, Darth Vader, because. Uh, Thursday was Stormtroopers, Friday was Jedi, and then Saturday was Rebels, so it was just whatever. But yeah, besides that uh, DC thing, Celebration was still cool. Um, so tonight, another episode of It Drops, um, and we'll talk about it next week, should, should we podcast. Um, but... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is now out, so this will be the last thing we talk about, and then we'll call it a night. Um, so the first three episodes are out, so technically it's part one, because it's a six-part um, miniseries. And um, so uh, I'm just going to say the thing. Spoiler. Uh, we're going to talk about spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, uh, we'll see you next time, because the rest of this time is going to be spoilers. So um, I will just say right off the bat, I am liking this show. Um, probably a little more biased than both you guys, but I really love the show. Um, and uh, I did not see the Leia thing coming into play here, so I, I did not expect her to be in the first three episodes. And I figured she'd be in the show because she's the same age as Luke, but I thought it would be just like a one-off, kind of like the cameo that Luke Skywalker made. I expected from her. I didn't expect it to be Leia the whole time. Um... So I would say right now probably because it was the freshest one and I think the one with the most action, I think episode three was my favorite. And I liked Darth Vader. I didn't expect that to like go down the way it did. And I didn't expect Darth Vader to crack people's necks. So um, yeah, that, that's where I'll say. Um, Paul, what's, uh, what's your takeaways from this right now? Yeah, uh, so far so good. I, I think I... I like how it looks visually. Uh, 
the acting I think is pretty good so far. Like I know that I know the kid acting is is kind of so-so to me at least. Yeah. Um, but I do like the fact that Flea is in the the series. <laughs> like I did. It, that was my big surprise out of everything. <laughs> like what the heck. Flea is in Star Wars now, which which I, I totally love because he, he was great in like Baby Driver and other movies. But uh, I was happy to see Flea in there. Um, but overall, story so far seems legit. Like I can I can see this happening from ten years after and seeing how distraught he was to trying to make a comeback and everything. Uh, I thought it was going to be actually more gradual than him just like leaving and. Yeah. going to like episode two i thought it was going to be a little bit more than that for a struggle um to see a little bit more backstory of how he was kind of living um but so far it it seems cool so like in a couple more hours i can't wait to see uh episode four yep tommy um i don't i don't love it as much as i think i'm on pause up i don't love it as much as you eddie but yeah, i don't love star as much as you yeah you're like super fan, fanboyish, but um, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I think I my favorite episode, episode one. I just like the that it kind of like laid out kind of where he's at right now and kind of like trying to stay like kind of stay low and not trying to be the hero that he was before, I guess. Um, and like it, it depicts his like everyday life, his job, and how remedial it is. Like it's just the same day over and over and over. Um, so I, I do like how they laid, laid the groundwork for that. Never, I, I'm really, I remember I talked to you about this the other day where I haven't seen any of the Clone Wars, like the Inquisitors were, were new to me. Um, so I kind of want to go back and watch the Clone Wars and kind of get the full, the full scope of Star Wars in general. Um, so yeah, the, the Inquisitors are new to me. Um, they're kind of ruthless. And I, I agree with Paul with the whole child acting thing. They was kind of getting on, on my nerves yeah. in episode two. Like <laughs> she was. I'm sorry. Um. And then episode three, just it. It was kind of eye-opening to see Obi Wan as as weak as he is. Like he's not yeah. anywhere close to where he was before. And then Vader's just super powerful, and it just that was crazy. That was that was um. That was cool, I guess. Um. It's kind of like it's 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 TV, I guess, and the fact that he was able to escape Vader when he was so close, and that just yeah it wasn't realistic. But it's it's TV, so uh, and I'm I'm just curious to see how where they take the story from here. So yeah, no, I I will say um yeah I know I'm a super fanboy, but I also will be realistic on stuff when it comes to it. So yeah, um I know in three it was kind of weird, like the fire and like how he just kind of let let him go. But I think like story wise, yeah. it's probably more like Darth Vader that. let him go as opposed to like because it is weird that like in the, like earlier in the episode like he's pulling people out of windows and like just holding people with the force and then like a it's shot that, with fire just I, makes him go as much as he as much as he hates him it's kind of unrealistic to see him let him go like that and then um also I wanted to say too like I, as, as much as I don't love it as much as you do right now but I want to see where they take the story, and I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, I, 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 with any of these shows that we watch, with Obi Wan, with Moon Knight, with all the Marvel stuff, with the previous Star Wars stuff, I really want to love it. I really want to enjoy it. So, but I give it the benefit of the doubt, and if I don't like it, or if it's okay, I'll say it. I'll give my my honest opinion. And right now, I'm like, eh, 
Well, I want, but I do want to see where they take the story. I'm hoping that it um, it's it's a great story at the end of the day. So we'll see where it goes, though. Three episodes left, though. Yeah, no. They have time. They have time to redeem themselves. So. I think on another reason why I like this so much is because originally this was supposed to be a movie, um, and it got nixed due to like the the failures of Solo, I guess. Um, and I, the funny thing is, I guess before Deborah Chow manned it, it was like a darker show, and they like kind of changed it. So um, it's been pretty dark. Like the last episode, him. Like pulling him through the fire, basically saying that he was gonna do the same thing to him that he did to him in episode three, was like dark as shit. And the fact that yeah. he like killed a little kid, well not a little kid, but he was like a teenager. But dude was just literally out to check on his dad, and he just like cracked his neck. It was like, yeah. But I don't like. Yeah, watching it a second time, uh, it was more like, cause it's funny, cause my dad has watched it. My mom hasn't yet, but my dad was watching it, and he asked me like, cause he was like well he goes this is supposed to be before like the movies right i go yeah and he goes he never did any of that in the movie i was like yeah i know it was just because of effects i go but he i go i guess he's supposed to have done that, been able to do that but he didn't so it was just funny like my dad's takeaway was like so he's stronger now than he was in the movies and i was like i guess I, I'm, I'm not sure but um i just do find it funny that like he was like vengeful as hell and like killing people but um more like the rogue one one though like how he was in Rogue One, where how how ruthless as he was, and the action in that one. Like I feel like they're they want to take him down that path. They want to show how how demonic he is, how how yeah. sadistic he is. You know what I mean? And like that's cool because he he's a villain. Like he yeah. he was spurring his he thinks his his kids are dead. He he lost his wife, so he was burned up by his mentor. So. Yeah, he he kind of has a chip on his shoulder. So yeah, like, no, and that's that's the thing. Dude. So like, I'm 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 guessing that's that's what they want to show because they never got to see that that side of him in the movies, and like, it's just a trick because like if you do watch like Clone Wars and like Rebels, well not not so much Rebels, more Clone Wars because Clone Wars is before he becomes Darth Vader. Um, just watching like the shift of like how good of a person he was to like this show, it's like this dude's fucking lost like it's like straight up like like he's he's the dark side like literally screwed him over um but i mean it's just i the i i'm really liking the show like i like his uh, ptsd like in the last episode where like he hallucinated and like saw anakin and then i like how he like he has like he like has like the hyperventilation part like he gets scared um and i would say the other thing like i know i know she's annoying to you guys but the thing that i did like from her in this last episode was like how she's like able to like put together that he knew he knew her 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 real mom and so like how she asked the question like are you my dad and he's like no i i I wish i wish i could say i was your dad but i'm not and so it's like it's just cool like because i know it's kind of like that was the one thing i remember people criticizing of the prequels uh was in because of return of the jedi she says oh like I remember my mother, like, she, she was always sad, and it's like, well, in episode three, like, you weren't alive to see that, like, so that's why, like, it was, like, kind of a line that, like, they're, like, all, like, George Lucas just kind of messed it up, but I guess you could, like, if this develops girl, you can basically, like, Obi-Wan kind of talked about, like, Obi-Wan can tell her about her, I guess, and that kind of, like, can grow that, and make that line, like, mean a little more, but, um, I, I do think I like the, the, the little girl that does play Leia, like she does, 
just watching how Leia's been in every other stuff. I know not just from like episodes four, five, six, um, but she's pretty much like on par with how she was in like other stuff, like in the Clone Wars and um, Rebels. Actually, or Rebels, because I don't think Leia was in Clone Wars, but she was in Rebels. So, but yeah, it's been really cool. And um, the other thing I want to bring up, like it's, I don't really like talking about it, but it's fucked up and kind of have to. Um, so. On the heels of celebration, everybody was like, "Oh, this is this is cool," and like gave everyone their comeuffins. And then after celebration, the actress who plays Riva, Moses Ingram, she like shared on Instagram her story of like a bunch of racist assholes being like racist towards her. Um, it's really fucked up, and I'm, like it's just sad that in 2022 we're still at this level, like and especially from like Star Wars people, because uh, in case y'all didn't know, in 1999. Ahmed Best was almost driven to suicide because of, like, the same shit. Uh, Jake Lloyd uh, has mental issues because of all the shit he got from Star Wars people. And then recently you had Kelly Marie Tran, Daisy Ridley. They got kicked off of social media. Um, so it's just really sad that people, like, do this shit. Like, for, first and foremost, they're fictional characters. So if you feel that strongly about them, like, I'm sorry. But and then at the same time, like, if you do hate the character, there's no need, not that you should go after anybody, because again, they're fictional characters, but, like, she's just doing a part that's written. She didn't write it, she's just acting it out. So, like, I guess go after the writers, but then at the same time, like, you shouldn't be going after anybody. Um, but it's just, uh, it's really fucked up, and, uh, like, Ian McGregor's come to her defense, uh, the actual account of Star Wars has come to her defense, and it, it's just like sad because like it's like oh you're like excited to be casted in Star Wars, and then assholes come out and say like I oh, fuck you, like you guys are dumb. So yeah, I know it was like kind of preachy, but I just think it's fucked up. So uh, I was just I gonna mention about it being like so kind of political. I know Star Wars is already political and everything, but one of the talking points I think in episode three did you guys get the feeling of when uh what's it called obi-wan and leia were hopping in what's it called freck truck oh, and you see the uh, st- it's like your let's go brandon sticker your oh Blue yeah. Lives Matter <laughs> sticker. yeah did you guys get that yeah no i did well that's the thing too like uh star wars <laughs> has always been like kind of even though like people say oh it's just a movie like it's a oh, like it's been political yeah. the whole time like um, I remember in high school seeing like posters of the prequels, but in like a parody version, and it was the Bush administration. And I remember my teacher had them, and I was like, "Why do you have these?" And he's like, "Oh, like we watch the movies and think about like the current politics of what's going on, and you'll see like it's pretty pretty parallel." And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So I mean, it's always been the case. So like this is no different. So yeah. I thought it was a good touch, and uh, very. I think it was a very. Uh, subtle jab at a lot of that. So. Oh yeah, no, I I I totally agree. Um, but it's just uh, again, like like I I've been asked by other people like, oh, like, what do you think of her character? I mean, we have three episodes in. Like, it's it's interesting. I will say not to like dis excuse anything of that's been done, but I mean, you're supposed to hate her character right now, so. I would say, like, but not in real life. Not in real life, but I would say, like, just to try. To, I mean, like, luckily, like, she's not 
from what I mean she posted the reason she posted the story was because she wanted to, to thank the people that were defending her so like there's that positive light and I'm like again not trying to excuse any of this but like if anything like she won't hear this but if she were it'd be like I would say like if you're if these people like hate you because of the character like I mean you're doing your job to a degree so that like to a degree I would be like at least I know that my acting is working I tried to do a spin on it but either way like yeah man it's, it's, it's just weird it's just weird that like isn't isn't a lot of the hate that she's getting like racist hate it's not based on the character it's based the on stuff her, that she on posted, her yeah, color of her skin right yeah there are people that are trying to excuse oh. like saying oh no like I've never I've, they're all going after her her like character in the show because it's like poorly written and it's like the stuff that she posted after that was like not not that stuff like it was like, yeah that's, what, up, that's like, what I'm saying like that stuff it's it's just just blatant racism, bigotry, and there's no place like that anywhere in society. You know what I mean, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah to, to attack an actress because of her skin color that you don't think that she should be in a show based on that—that's disgusting. You know what I mean? So yeah, and like you said, you're supposed to, you're supposed to hate her because she's a villain and she's doing a good job of of being that villain. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. So. Like I said, I'm not excusing it. I'm just trying to like somewhat put a spin on it so it's because it's like yeah man it's I, I, I couldn't imagine being in that in, in, in her shoes and it's just really sad because as much as like people are like no that's not true but I'm pretty sure if her character was like a white guy like everyone would be like oh this character is fucking kick ass so it's just I don't know it's just it's I like just, um I, I would I, I seen uh, Ewan McGregor's um video in defense of her yeah and it, it was pretty good it was really good yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, ah, it's crazy, but we'll see, I'm, I'm like, as far as her character goes, like, I'm pretty sure she's the little girl in the beginning of Order 66 when they show in the first episode, like, yeah. the Jedi, I'm pretty sure that's her, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure we'll learn what's, uh, what her connection with Obi-Wan is, and I don't know if you guys caught it in the last episode, how, like, she, like, kind of, I guess, like, had a moment when she saw the Jedi symbol, like you could tell, like there's still something. Oh yeah, there. yeah. And yeah, on the wall. Yeah, my my prediction for her character going forward is because um, I don't know. You guys haven't really seen Rebels, but the Grand Inquisitor who she stabbed. As, as far as this, this is not like uh, retconning anything. He's not dead because um, Obi Wan Kenobi. This is supposed to be before Rebels, so he's alive in Rebels. Spoiler alert, like, Darth Vader is the one who kills him, not Reva. So, I feel that, like, if it's, like, any Star Wars predictable thing where the evil person becomes redeemed, either she'll become good at the end, or the Grand Inquisitor is going to come back and be like, yo, she stabbed me, and then they're all going to, like, turn on her. <laughs> so, is that so, verbatim? Yeah, so, so yo, I don't know, but I, I, I feel like that's what's going to be, like, the undoing, because, um... I did catch it in uh, that when um, and when Darth Vader's talking to her and she tries to blame Obi Wan for the Grand Inquisitor, she's like, "Oh, Obi Wan will pay for the Grand Inquisitor's." Like he cuts her off, so they don't say that death or whatever. So it, like they made the point to like stop her from saying that. So I don't think he's uh, like he shouldn't be dead. And besides, they haven't done the helicopter flying with the lightsaber yet. So apparently, that is supposed to be in the show. So. 
We'll see. I don't know if, if you guys know that, but they're 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 spinning lightsabers. They're supposed to be helicopters. So I'm I'm waiting for that. I know I'm probably in the minority, but I want to see I want to see how that looks in live action. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So um, I'm trying to think. I guess that'll do it because we're already at the hour and a half mark, and right now it's 10:15, and uh, yeah, want to do some editing before uh, Obi Wan. I don't know if I'm gonna watch Miss Marvel today. I'm still debating. I'm going at 4:30, so I could technically stay up to watch both. But we'll see. You're crazy. You, you, <laughs> you going at 4:30 in the morning? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm off the next day after that, so it's it's no big deal. That's crazy. I mean, last last week, I mean, I, I didn't. I I went to work. I went to sleep last week. And I mean, it's. I guess it's okay, but. I really like. I texted you guys when I was watching episode three last week. It was like really good. Like the first ten minutes in, I was like, oh. So I was just super happy that it was, you know, James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. That was. I mean, it was it was not a surprise because you figured he's still alive and he would do it. But is he still alive? No, no, no. They they have like computer generated voice. It's not James Earl Jones in Obi Wan. No, 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 no. Really? Yeah. Seen a video about it. No! Oh, you killed the effect. Yeah, sorry. But it, but it was his voice. God damn, technology's yeah. come a long way. Well, I guess so if, like, yeah. the Mandalorian, well, they were cool. able to do Mark Hamill's voice in, in, uh, and it wasn't Mark Hamill. I'm not actually yeah. here right now either, so... Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> I have to look that up. Are you serious? Yeah. But I thought he has a credit. I'm sure he does, because it's technically his voice. Yeah, it says James Earl Jones, Darth Vader. Uh, I'll send you the video when I find it. I'll look for it. Let's see it though. Trivia. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting this from IMDb. Let's see. Uh... Ooh, I'm gonna send you. The Eddie, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna send you. I'm, I'm sending you guys. Oh, here you go. Oh, Although James Earl Jones is credited as the voice of Darth Vader, he didn't actually record new lines for this series. A company called Respeecher used advanced AI software to analyze Jones' voice and recreate a perfect rendition of Darth Vader's voice. But the same technology was previously used in The Mandalorian. Well, I'll be fucking damned. Well, the smoke and mirrors okay. got my ass. Shit, this is probably why I'll never yeah. be in the industry. <laughs> Make a panel for Star Wars Celebration right there. Son of a bitch. Well, fun fact. Was, wow. My mind is blown. Shit. They can do anything that they want. You could, well, I mean, that that, that, that kind of lends to like the rumors of some other stuff, too. Cause, like, I know it's it's the same company that did the deep fake stuff. And I remember it because there was a rumor that They've they've done a they're doing a, the technology for Han Solo like to do like a deep fake of Han Solo, and I don't know everybody was like oh he's gonna show up in uh, in a book of Boba Fett and he never did so I mean I'm still sure that they're gonna use that technology for something else eventually oh and I forgot to mention it speaking speaking of Solo um, the Lando Calrissian show is still is still gonna go with Don Glover so like and that same thing when she got asked about about that show. She says that they still completely do want to do it, but Donald Glover is Donald Glover, and he's busy as hell. So as soon as he frees up, then they'll do it. But they completely are still um, on board for doing that show. So 
I'm still fucking soaked for that because Heck yeah. he was like the highlight of that movie besides Amelia Clark. But yeah. Um, fuck, man, that really blew my mind, Tommy. Shit. Could have gone All my right. whole life without knowing that. <laughs> well, with that said, um, I guess we will uh, we will uh, call it a night. Um, next episode, uh, we're, we'll still be playing catch up. We'll for sure probably talk about Rescue Rangers, some video game stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys can maybe crank in one episode of The Boys because that dropped on Friday too, and I know the fourth episode is going to be coming out on Friday. So, and then Miss Marvel. So, who oh shit, we got a lot of shit to cover. So, uh, but yeah, um, do that as may. Everybody else have a good night. Um, and you guys have a good night. If you'll stay up to watch the shows, I'll be up. So, later. I'll be up. <laughs>